The Public News Service Daily Newscast, April the 8th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. After a court order, Wisconsin State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss has handed over more than 10,000 emails related to the partisan review of the state's 2020 elections to the independent watchdog group American Oversight. The probe, commissioned by Voss and led by former state Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman, has a taxpayer-funded budget of $676,000. In a court hearing Thursday, Voss's attorney Ronald Stadler said not all of the documents are actually related to the investigation, as attorneys used keyword searches to sort the messages. There is somewhere between ten and 20,000 emails that have been produced. There's a lot of duplicates, but it was done pursuant to agreed-upon search terms between the parties. So if it hit on it, it's been produced, and that's why there is the, the volume that there is. Last month, Gableman released an interim report on the investigation, which contained essentially no new findings about the 2020 spring and fall elections. The report and Gableman's accompanying call to decertify the November election, which is impossible, drew bipartisan criticism. The documents released this week haven't yet been made public, but likely will be soon. This is Jonah Chester reporting. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reports Voss and the Assembly have about a week to turn over the records requested in the suit before both begin incurring fines of $1,000 per day. Meantime, lawmakers set to wrap up their work in Springfield today as the Illinois session comes to a close. Among many items, they'll be considering a proposal advocates say will increase ballot access for voters who are visually impaired who have other print disabilities. Denise Savant is a former president of the National Federation of the Blind of Illinois and has spent years trying to get the bill through the General Assembly. Avant, who is blind, says folks with print disabilities often require the aid of a third party to fill out their ballots. And this violates my right to a private and independent casting of my ballot because I don't want to tell people who I want to vote for. That measure approved by the state Senate there in February and now only needs to pass the House. Now from the New York Times, the Senate Thursday confirmed Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, making her the first black woman to be elevated to the pinnacle of the judicial branch and what her supporters hailed as a needed step toward bringing new diversity in life experience to the court. Judge Jackson was confirmed on a 53-47 to vote, with three Republicans joining all three members of the Democratic caucus in backing her. This is PNS. Many folks being asked to return to the office after working from home due to the waning pandemic, and experts say it is completely normal to feel anxious. Jane Marks is a licensed mental health counselor in Tallahassee. She says going back is a big shift, and it's perfectly reasonable to ask for things, like perhaps an office by a window. She recommends using the transition as an opportunity for positive change. The idea of going back to a work situation where you may have a little bit more control than you thought you had. You know, people need you. They need you on the ground. They need boots on the ground. Well, you're part of those boots. Marx adds that the pandemic has also shifted the idea of self-care. She says it's no longer a reward, but a requirement in terms of how we could manage our lives with balance. She recommends listening to our bodies, giving ourselves grace, being patient through stressful situations, eating right, exercising, and getting enough sleep. I'm Tremel Gomes. 
It can also help to find out what your company is doing to keep the office safe and mitigate the spread of COVID. And lawmakers have been busy this session making changes for better or worse to the way Arizonans cast their ballots for seniors and other longtime voters. Now is a good time to make sure your voter registration is still in effect and to study up on those new procedures. One major change is to the early voting list, which election officials use to send out early and mail-in ballots. Under the new law, the list is no longer considered permanent, and election officials must purge the list of inactive voters for each election. Brendan Blake with AARP Arizona says verifying your status could prevent frustration at the polls. We'll be keeping track of all the information about where they can find out if, for instance, they will be taken off of the active early voting list, as it's now called, or or giving them links to finding out where they can get to their polling location. Mark Richardson reporting. Finally, at least two dozen states are seeing the bird flu virus quickly spread through commercial flocks on poultry-producing farms. Our Mike Moen tells us Iowa is at the center of it all, with renewed focus on potential stress for smaller producers and the role of factory farms. State and federal officials say nearly a dozen Iowa counties have seen outbreaks on farms. Solis Christie is with the group Practical Farmers of Iowa, which educates producers on making their land more resilient. She says while an outbreak within a smaller flock might not have the same ripple effect as a larger farm, it still poses challenges. They have a bird that tests positive, and then they have to cull all of their flock. That turnaround is just much more of a detriment. This is Mike Clifford, grateful to be getting back to work after successful removal of cancer from my mouth. That kind of explains why my voice is not exactly right. We are member and listener supported at Public News Service, heard on radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.